yo yo welcome back people it's we can be heroes episode number number 14 baby we here we here we ready we ready to talk about some heroes some marvel not much star wars yet we're gonna get back to that in a few weeks we're still waiting for bad batch to catch up which i still need to watch the episode from last week but we're not talking about that right now we're here me myself john toronto of course my little brother matthew toronto the two hosts and of course we had to bring in the king of all kings when it comes to podcasting out here. <laughs> the one who runs his OTS thing, Derek Myers. What's good, brother? How you doing, man? What's good? What's good? What's, how y'all doing? Hey, we're doing good, man. Like good, I said, we've good, been trying good. to rock out these episodes and uh, wanted you to bring you on, I think, for the past, since that uh, end of WandaVision episode, we brought you on, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Y'all been killing just, it, though. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we, we trying out here. You know, we're just passionate about what we do. Yeah. So, uh, no, honestly, you know, uh, pleasure to have you back as always, and and you're always, always. welcome, whatever you want. And of course, you own the thing, and you can tell us you're going to be on regardless. <laughs> so we don't really have a choice. Uh, but yeah, definitely appreciate you, bro. Uh, Matt, what's good? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, really good. Uh, more Marvel content. Uh, mi- mixed feelings about Loki, but we have uh, a little character, a little trailer to uh, to discuss for today. We do, we do. I I have one quick question though before we get into that thing. We got to give Derek the little story of that poster in the background, real quick. Oh yes, I was just looking at that. Uh, (laughs) You got to pull it up, grab it, show it real quick. Oh no, of course. Let me see here. Yeah, yeah. So basically, mess up your whole. It was yeah, my whole setup. But let me see if I can find it as best I can. But essentially, I, we were shopping over at Gabe's, and this was the only poster they had regarding Man. Well, they had a second. They had two posters. One was too flashy, so like yeah. overly colorful, and then they had this one here that was more subtle. And fits with the That's really nice. So I literally ten bucks. I, it only cost ten bucks. I think the Man. regular price is twenty five. So can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with it. Look at. No, no, because I got I got a Return of the Jedi poster. Uh, oh, oh, love that! Oh, let me show love that. Right, right, right there, right next, right above the TV. Yep, I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still I, yeah. somewhere in my house I still have a I have an Empire Strikes Back poster, like the regular, like the original, not the original original, mm-hmm. the, like the the image. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's nice. a carbon copy of uh the uh the Empire Strikes Back one. I can find it yeah. around here. But nice, nice, and of course, I, you know, I upgraded my my little poster. I didn't even talk about this in the yeah. previous episode. I yeah. did this about two weeks ago. <laughs> I used to have Fortnite, a little tiny little poster. Uh, yeah. I don't play as much anymore, so I felt like I needed an update. I put yeah. Spider Man Miles Morales. My man Miles is he he's goaded out in the <sighs> PS4 world. Nah. But Derek, we don't. You know, you you're still Xbox. I, don't, I ain't talking to you about. I'm sw- I'm going to switch. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will be switching. You're like the it's anti-hero just, when it comes to. <laughs> look, is when, when when I'm able to to buy a PS5, I am switching over completely. Like, yeah, I, the third I'm third party market is crazy, man. They're trying to hit boys yeah. like shoes these days. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I need uh, man, man. Point. But of course, you know, look, look we're we're excited, uh, Derek. Of course, thank you again for for jumping in with us, and I want to get Thanks right into this. More recent trailer, you know, Matt brought up the Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. Uh, just came out last night. Uh, I think they wanted to partner up with NBA because I think the NBA is big on, or is Disney. So, like, it's all mm-hmm. ESPN, Disney, they're all connected. So, they wanted to debut it right before the playoff game started. Um, Plus, championships, up. rings. Just makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, obviously, they brought it out. 
and I kind of wanted to walk through the trailer. And Matt, what, what was your what was your first reaction on that? I know in the beginning of the trailer, I, I called him right away. I called Matt, and I got yeah. Derek. I called you too. Yeah. I wanted to record last night. I was all hyped up. I was ready to like <laughs> do a backflip out the window. Didn't do it, but I did call Matt. Matt, what was your first reaction on it? Yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, that that's about everything. I think the dynamic between the actual Mandarin, not the garbage one we saw in Iron Man 3 uh, yeah. between Shang-Chi and the Mandarin is going to be interesting. The fight choreography looks like a huge step up compared to previous action sequences we've seen out of Marvel because a lot of these characters are um, are more energy-based. Mm-hmm. So you have people like, you know, having these photon beams or you have characters like Iron Man who are just uh, emitting these large amounts of energy. So there's only so many ways you can creatively uh, portray them on screen. So they have a more I don't want to say ground the character. I mean, you have tigers and uh, literally 10 rings that are essentially on the level of defending stones, if I'm not mistaken, this in the trailer. Um, well, I'm very interested to sort of see what they have on screen. And then the Tournament of Champions in the trailer is what drew me off for a second because I doubt, I doubt it was Abomination. That's why I didn't you know, process it. I was wondering why you're so excited, like the ending. The ending. And I thought there was an Iron Fist cameo. Like either new Iron Fist or Finn Jones's Iron Fist was brought in just to um, show that they're looking at, you know, bringing the character back to life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm definitely interested to see what it has to offer. It's something new, something fresh. That again is what I want out of Marvel. I don't want them to keep revisiting the same characters over and over again. Yeah, so right. that's definitely. Uh, I definitely I, I need them to bring in uh, better choreography as far as fighting and things like that than Iron Fist. Right. Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> Was Derek? I don't even know if you did. You watch Iron Fist on Netflix? Unfortunately, unfortunately. Okay, so uh, <laughs> absolutely horrible. And and I I don't know, Matt. And I, we talked about this in previous episodes, Derek. Uh, the, obviously the multiverse is coming. Okay, yeah. yeah. We know with 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 Scarlet Witch, uh, she personally is gonna demolish the multiverse from what can we we can tell because she wants to get her kids back. Mm-hmm. We know uh, c- currently in in, in Loki. Uh, they're, they're focused on the multiverse as well, right? Like it's yeah. obviously every timeline branch that's broken, which we'll get into Loki in a little bit, uh, is a separate universe, a different what if, if you call it, which of course, what if is coming next month as well. Yeah. Yeah, so are those two directly connected? You know, when they broke the branches, is that how what if came to be, right? That makes like the different, sense. the different universes. So um, I I don't know if they're going to bring in Iron Fist via the multiverse or they're going to totally, I wouldn't even say totally, maybe like a soft reboot and bring him in slowly but surely. Um, also, you know, so just to go through the trailer, it's a, where they're fighting is in Madripoor, which was where uh, Falcon and Bucky went to try to find a power broker. Mm-hmm. That city, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Madripoor is the biggest central point for mutants in all of Marvel. Okay? So... The city of Madripoor, or where a lot of mutants come from, for one, but where like Magneto goes into hiding before he makes his—I uh, can't remember the organization, Matt. What's the name of it? That Magneto oh, makes. Oh, I couldn't even tell you to be honest. I, I can't. I... The opposite of the X Men, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, that's that's where Magneto goes to hide at one point before he creates that organization. Uh, you know, so they're again back in Madripoor. So at the end of the trailer, we see Abomination, and then we see. A sorcerer, a, one of Doctor Strange's sorcerers, which we all assume is Wong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Wong. Um, so with with that, and I don't know if you guys are familiar specifically with comics or any of the storyline when it comes to the Tournament of Champions. So in Shang-Chi, the comic line in the Tournament of Champions, there is a battle to win the Ten Rings. 
It is essentially every powerful force in the universe, universe, world, whatever you want to call it, every powerful force from different organizations or teams, whatever, they go to try to win this the, the rings. They send a fighter, right? And go get me the relic is, is kind of the, the long, long story short of it. Um, do you, and it's for you to answer, do you think this is, like, I, I just can't see the Ten Rings being willing to give up, or the organization. So the Ten Rings is the physical Ten Rings and also the organization itself, the terrorist organization. Do you think the organization is just going to willingly give up these rings? Or do you think, I almost think that they're using this as some form of entertainment. Like, they're maybe they're promising, yeah, you can win this stuff. But in reality, they're just laughing that you're all fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, no one really, like, villain wise is going to willingly give up power no you know <laughs> like infinity stone level power which you know yeah. according to loki means nothing these days but whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was interesting that pissed me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i don't know this is see i don't know much about shang chi i i i literally know nothing about him so it's going to be like matt was saying it's it's good to see uh the introduction of newer characters into the MCU, um, especially in this new phase, because we've already lost, we lost Iron Man, we lost Captain America, uh, the original one, and Vision, Black Widow, and Vision, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's going to be good to see some newer characters come into play, um, especially the, the lower tier ones on a comic book level, right? Um, how they how they come in and um liven this up a little bit right so for you yeah. you're you're totally not a not disregarding it all in that way but yeah. you, you're not a big comic book guy in general you're like you don't you don't know a lot of like a ton of it or maybe just not the characters like john you're saying certain characters yeah okay um, so do yeah. you find that exciting though like for me oh, i yeah. like i i don't know the full shang chi line like i've definitely looked some stuff up when it comes to tournament champions because of what i saw mm -hmm. uh but overall like i'm excited to learn the eternals i know nothing about and i have yeah. not looked anything yeah. up i don't want to yeah uh shang chi almost the same and man i've talked about that too is it's cool that like let the mcu teach us who these people are we've never mm -hmm. had that you know yeah. and i think that's what they want by bringing yeah. these different characters in yeah i um sorry you got no worries <laughs> damn late um i i don't know um anything about shang chi or the eternals either so i actually i won't certain characters that they introduce i won't go back and read about them or learn about their backstory until after i watch them in, on the film so with with this that's what i'm, I'm waiting for uh, for the movie to introduce everything to me and then go back and do some research on Shang-Chi and see, you know, how he fits into the MCU a little bit more because truth be told, even with Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Witch, I, I knew a little bit about her, but I didn't know like a lot about her backstory. So seeing WandaVision was, it was, you know, was that for me and then going and actually reading up on, on her as well. So I enjoy that process, honestly. I, I like being able to uh, be introduced to newer characters, especially the ones that we don't really know about. Right. Matt, yeah. so, well, I mean, how about you? Are you? You know, same thing? Kind of excited to keep getting introduced? And, I mean, what, what do you think yeah, is the I plan mean, for the Ten Rings? This is the principle that I, I've always held. Is I hate, I hate an overuse of fan service, and I hate when 
like pre-established franchises keep meant keep recycling the same storylines or keep recycling the same characters i i don't want that anymore right and it's, it's going to get to a point where i'm just going to be completely out of marvel of the well in this case like not obviously not like i'll still watch marvel but i won't be excited for marvel if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i can watch a marvel movie i can be mindlessly entertained unless you're dark world level trash um <laughs> <laughs> um but I want them to at least start bringing in uh, characters like Shang-Chi or like the Eternals, trying to um, present us with these, uh, well, I believe are very unique characters in terms of their skill level, as well as uh, the types of storyline they could bring into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving forward to see them, in, you know, uh, actually interact with uh, characters like, let's say the new Captain America or Scarlet Witch or Dr. Strange, etc. It's kind of nice to see these personalities clash all together. So yeah. that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. And then when it comes to the Ten Rings themselves, I know next to nothing, um, and I, I want to purposely avoid uh, researching what their overall role is in, mm-hmm. I guess, the universe at large. Um, just because you know, I want to go in with this, uh, with a close. I like going in with an open mind, but this time I'm going in with a closed mind. It's I do not want to know anything, right. uh, which is why I was reluctant to watch the second trailer. But then you had. Obviously, called me last night, John, and then you're like, You have to watch the ending. Watch the ending. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Watch the ending. <laughs> and I was confused for a second. I kept watching the trailer. I was like, Okay, this is this is cool. I mean, I'm not sure what to think of anything until I see the final product. And then Abomination shows up. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's yeah. I, I can see why you're excited because there, there's a ton of characters being rumored to just make a small cameo, like uh, Baytrock from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, is rumored oh, yeah. to make an appearance, and that leads into why I'm definitely excited for the movie as well. It's rumored to take place in the five-year gap, and mm-hmm. thus far, no series. Well, WandaVision, I think, is the only project thus far that um, kind of explored the five-year gap, sort of like the immediate return mm-hmm. with the second snap. But we never yeah. had like a series take place within that five-year period. I mean, society was essentially collapsed. So I'm very interested to see sort of if Shang-Chi deals with the ripple effects of that, um, if the organization was able to thrive despite the whole uh, chaotic nature of the world, since half of all life you know, ceases to exist, essentially. So right. um, I'm really hoping that's the case because I would, I'd definitely be more excited than before. I mean, I think we'll be able to see the power of the Ten Rings, right? If, if you know, they know the snap was coming and they just use the Ten Rings and not have their people get snapped away. I mean, who knows? So, is do you think that this film is going to be like the launch pad for introducing the mutants? So I so in the tournament of champions storyline, the, the mutants have been involved, yes. And I think okay. so. The mutants are kind of already introduced with WandaVision. We talked about that when you were on the episode of, of the WandaVision finale. Mm-hmm. Um, in some form or fashion, she is a mutant, right? There was a power within her that got woken up. That is like what other way to say mutant than than that right (laughs) like that's that's a mutant um how and when and and what's gonna really cause that maybe multiversal maybe dr strange or it could be anything right um but shang chi could be a a platform for it for sure i mean maybe maybe they're already out there yeah you know and i I go back to i think matt we didn't even talk about this on the episode we talked about this separately i think but um deadpool 3 is confirmed to be mcu now right Mm -hmm. if you guys remember deadpool 2 he at the end of it, the post credits, he traveled through time and just like he fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and what is Loki right now? Where is he? He's in the TVA. Yeah. 
yeah, that, yeah. Hate, that hates when people fuck up time. <laughs> so, oh, so you, I think oh. he's in prison there. <laughs> I I legitimately think this man, this this Wade Wilson, is sitting in a cell with WW on his cell. I I I have this. I'd be shocked if if the post. I mean, not, I want to say I'd be shocked, but I'd be I would not be shocked. I guess if he if they showed a post credit scene with him in prison at the TVA. I I just I'd be shocked. That would be. Wasn't. That I mean, would c- be. come on. Like, it is. What better way to? You have to think. Deadpool. They're going to keep it rated R. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep it silly. They're going to keep it stupid. They're going to have Ryan Reynolds be him, right? Mm-hmm. What better stupid way than that? Like, hey, yeah. you traveled with cable shit, and now we just have to drag you into prison. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, it just kind of makes sense to me. But uh, just real quick, back to the the as far as the the Battle of Ten Rings. I know I asked you guys as far as. Um, whether they're looking to really like just have entertainment when it comes to the fighting. I personally think that it could be a little bit of both. So I think there is a battle for the rings. I think abomination was sent by the Thunderbolts. So Thaddeus Ross, remember the end of incredible Hulk, uh, Thaddeus Ross took him prisoner. Essentially they they put him in like prison somewhere in Alaska or some shit. They said, Um, and I think Wong was sent by Dr. Strange. Because you have to think, Ten Rings are a relic. It's an ancient relic that that's magic and power, right? That doc, doc, all of the sorcerers, whether it's been Doctor Strange or the Ancient One, they've all wanted those relics in their their asylum or, or whatever you call them, the wherever they they house all their relics where they had the time stone at first. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what's gonna happen. I'm excited for it though. It looks beautiful. I mean, the the choreography looks great. Um. Very Eternals like as far as uh, graphics and imaging and things like that as well. Uh, how they're portraying the, the cinematography, I guess I, I love it. So I, I'm I'm crazy excited for it. Like obviously the Abomination versus Wong thing really hyped me up, but overall the film looks super grounded. I mm-hmm. I, I think we're gonna love Shang Chi as a character before he even goes back to uh, see the, the Ten Rings. It seems like he's just a normal guy hanging out <laughs> until they yeah, yeah. try to drag him back. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm definitely hyped for it, but. Every... So we, we, we need a new reboot of Iron Fist, though. I hope if so. If he if he pops up, yeah, that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a soft reboot. Yeah, I, I just don't different guy. I don't too, right? know. I think I think it might be the same guy. I see the thing I, is, I, I feel bad for Finn Jones though. I, I, I that's what I'm saying. I don't I think Finn's. Be, I think the writing was terrible. He was Poor horrible. <laughs> He didn't help. <laughs> combination and, and mid directing too. I mean, Matt, we talked yeah. about this last episode. It this could be a combination of he all of it. He, it's not even his fault. He would like memorize a choreography hours before shooting, or not yeah. even a, like. Th- I think he only had three weeks of preparation, and then he would like start. He would literally rehearse choreo like the choreography before he started shooting, like an hour or two. Yeah, and then what we saw were just a bunch of cuts because the he dedication ain't there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he tried to be as dedicated as possible, but at that right. point, like, just say, hey, listen, we'll just worry about it in post. We'll just, you know, not gonna lie, that was the I only mean. Marvel con- content that I thought I could whoop the character's ass. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> bro, yeah, and he, oh, and humans too. And they ain't gonna, yeah, they ain't gonna cutscene you, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> knock you out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there ain't yeah. no cutscenes <laughs> in real life. Yeah, bring it, Danny. <laughs> don't forget the Inhumans. Yeah, don't forget the Inhumans too. They disrespected every single character, especially Black Bolt. Black Bolt, they nerfed completely. I'm not gonna lie, I never Black watched that. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, do no. It. It, that like, was, that was another CW show, right? That no, Inhumans was uh, Marvel. Came on ABC. Was on ABC, yeah. ABC. Cancel out they the one. So Inhumans were technically in Agents of Shield, which Agents of Shield is in a separate universe. 
mm-hmm. technically currently ish. Um, I, I was a huge fan of Agents of Shield. They were perfectly in timeline with uh, with the Avengers. Like they're up to I think like season four. They met like there was a whole spiel basically with the Kree, the Kree from Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going back and forth with them for a little bit, whatever it was. Uh, Gravitron was a main character. He was going to literally help the Avengers. I, he said it. He's like, I got to go down to Earth and help him with Thanos. My thing is, or what I've guessed to be, because um, the series already ended, obviously, I think they're going to bring it back as Agents of Sword, which Sword exists, obviously, we know now in, in WandaVision, yeah. um, via the multiverse combining at some point, for one. For two, um, I know I, my assumption is the current Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. timeline, the Avengers won in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they never, Thanos never snapped. The gap never happened. So in that timeline, oh, so okay. that's why it's so different and separate. I think they're in different universes. I, I know they are. So I, I don't think. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what they do with it. And you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Agents of Shield. I just don't know how they're gonna really bring it to be. It's gonna be something stupid though. I, I just just because I'm yeah. the, like one of ten fans of the show. So I just yeah. they're gonna <laughs> they piss, they're just gonna piss me like off. Like I said, they should have canonized it. Like, they should have canonized it. It was just all Mobius I had to say was actually he didn't really kill that guy, and then this literally established the fact that Coulson survived the Agents of Shield. Yeah, it was yeah. it was so literally it's a doorway line like that is can be integral, even if yeah. you don't want to explicitly you know confirm it. I guess make but, it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? We'll see how it goes though. But, uh, so Derek, you you obviously have been here uh, here in a while since we changed this up. Every episode at the end of the episode, even though we're not at the end now. Mm-hmm. We uh, typically do a Marvel versus. So we do two characters against each other, whether it be comic book or MCU. We try to focus mostly on MCU and what we've seen. Uh, we put them against each other. Who do you think would win in a fight? So obviously in the Shang-Chi trailer, yeah. we had Abomination versus a sorcerer. We'll say Wong for now, but let's just say sorcerer. Um, what do you got? Now we're talking like Abomination that whoop Hulk's ass, okay? And then yeah. a sorcerer. And my so let me I gotta preface this. I did mention this uh, not on the episode, obviously. Mm. Wong uh, apparently does not have the ability to teleport out of there. Okay, so that means he can't like flip around the ring via yeah. his portals, right? So just keep that in mind. Oh, I'm going abomination. I'm not. I mean, Doctor Strange is the is the top sorcerer, right? Right. Should be. <laughs> yeah, technically. Um so I, I would choose him if it was if it was Doctor Strange in that spot. Right. Not that I don't trust Wong, but poor guy's dying. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not on the level. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going abomination on that one. So the only thing I I'm with you. So I think Abomination probably beats everybody but four or five people in the multi- in all of Marvel Universe and MCU. Yeah. Um, Wong was like Sorcerer Supreme for five years, though. So like when Doctor Strange sure. disappeared, yeah, you're going to tell me he didn't train at all. Like he kind of ran it, right? Yeah. So I'm almost wondering if he's got some tricks up his sleeves, it, it, not specifically with that battle. Uh, but in general, if we're talking MCU related, I mean, he might have something in him. I don't think he gets like trampled, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I mean, it, it'll be a decent fight. Abomination whoops his ass at the end of it, probably breaks his neck and calls it a day. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
What I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, if anything, he's just using the tournament as a training ground uh, during the five-year gap just to hone in on his uh, skills. Like I said, I I really think, I mean, I'm really hoping the rumors are true that it takes place in the five-year gap because, uh, you know, I definitely want Marvel to explore that theory. I was about to say Abomination's comic accurate. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you know this, but he, from his ears to his actual, like, color is Mm. the exact, like, close to the same. There are probably a few differences for the the artists, make it easier for the artists. Um, But yeah, he looks really, really good. At least... You know, from the single shot where you see him, and so we're gonna add that in. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Well, hey, look, we're ready to get into this next little phase here with Loki. Of course, you know this is why we really wanted to bring Derek in here, but you know, of course, he's he's anti-trailer, which we're gonna get into that in a little bit too, because <laughs> we gotta talk about talk about Loki first. But I, I want to know what's up with the trailer thing. Uh, so so far, uh, we've obviously gone over episodes one and two uh, in the first in the past couple episodes of uh, WCBH. But Derek, what, let's get a, just a quick summary of your thoughts of the first three episodes. I mean, we can go a little into today's episode two, and and we'll just go from there. Yeah, um, I, I'm enjoying it because it's allowing us to get a little bit more of Loki. Like it, it as much as we've seen him in the films. I don't feel like he got his just due to really have a lot of room to operate to expand his character a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm really excited about with, with this show. Um, first two episodes I thought were amazing, visually amazing. Um, not hard to follow but the thing about it is again some of the some of the different aspects of the things that they touched upon i don't know if that's comic book accurate because i I haven't uh read about those different uh those different things right but i love how it fits into into uh into everything i'm looking forward to seeing what i'm still kind of confused about um i think is like how he's going to get out of this whole predicament with the TVA. Um, that's that's what I've been trying to figure out the, the last couple episodes, uh, which I don't really want to know. I want to I want it to unfold, right. but I, that's that's the thing that I'm really trying to just figure out, like how he's going to do it. So for me, I, like I don't know, you've talked about this the past couple episodes, but so obviously. The, the whole idea of TVA is these three super beings, essentially bigger than Eternals, bigger than um, uh, Celestials, right? They, they, they essentially run a timeline, one mm-hmm. singular timeline. The timeline, everything that happens in that timeline was meant to happen, which kind of for, for Matt and I, it was kind of like pushed me back. Like, okay, so everything we watched was kind of pointless then, especially when the Phineas stones popped up in a drawer as paperweights, apparently, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, I, I get it all about being powered. That was huge for Loki. Cause Loki's like whole life up until we got to remember this is Loki right after Avengers one. So he never had his coming of age. Mm-hmm. So it was a quick wake. It was the quickest wake up call ever for him. He was like, Oh, the, the stones that the guy that sent me to kill everybody on earth wanted me nothing. Like the, yeah. these, these literally mean nothing. And what I fight for them. Yeah. Um, I just don't like how 
and, and that may change. You know, maybe this is all BS, and and the timekeepers are just they just want total control in general. And mm-hmm. there's no just one timeline. Maybe there's supposed to be multiple, but they want the main one to be the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts on that. Like, do you think it's a little like it, it, it pulls a little weight off of what it meant? Like, if the 12, 13 years of movies we watched was almost like meant to be, um, it had to be. I don't know. So, I, to me, it kind of plays into the thought of of whether free will exists or if things are predestined. That's what that's what that sort of kind of plays into the theme of uh, for me because we look at it like from our perspective as 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 humans like whether we actually have free will or not um, if everything's meant if everything that's happened was meant to be think back to like all the different uh, um, um, tragedies that that have taken place just in our lifetimes right like. So that was meant to happen. What was the purpose of it? You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. it's kind of. I think that 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 is what it closely plays along uh, the lines with. I'm kind of wondering if the um, the timekeepers are. If they're either, if they're actually good or they're bad, I think that that's what I'm really kind of wondering with them because. If you think about it, like the the stuff that's happened, that that, like for example, Thanos with the snap. If that if they could have avoided it, why didn't they avoid it? Right. You know, like it's one of those right. things that I'm try- I'm I'm really playing around with trying to figure out how that whole thing plays into. But my biggest question is like, where are they? Because, um, and I. What was that second episode? Um, the the um, the agent that got captured by the the, the variant. Um, she said that she she told the variant how to get to the the, the beings. Right. It was like through an elevator. <laughs> so you're telling me that these 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 three beings, these three <clears throat> gods, essentially are in a room, just like where you can actually access them. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. So, like that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, like how is it that you're able to actually get to them and where where they are? Um, I don't know. I th- but I, I I actually like the idea of the good the um the the free will versus predestination aspect of it. I, right. I, I, I mean, yeah. and you're talking about the ultimate the, the ultimate character of free will, right? Loki mm-hmm. was never one to ever listen and follow the path. And yeah. to find like talk about total groundedness for him, right? Like he, yeah. for him, it's just like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all my life I thought I was backstabbing people, but they told me they made sure I backstabbed people. Like it yeah. meant nothing. You know, <laughs> and it's it's like you said, it's a it's a true wake-up call to him as a character and 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 a different so I think coming of age for him came quickly as far as him seeing what his path was, right? He saw right. that he was gonna he was supposed to die, he was supposed to uh see see ragnarok happen and thor ragnarok he was you know all of that 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 in a way made him kind of wake up faster than the 13 years it took when we watched him yeah um but along with that you know seeing that the timekeepers has so much control it's like almost a different path of that right Mm -hmm. like I, i think he's he's destined to be like not the free guy he thought he was 
and right. it scares the shit out of him. I think yeah. for him, he's like, he's just right now, he's just kind of trying to listen and, or was at least in the first couple of episodes of TVA in the TVA. Um, and now he's with Lady Loki doing what, who knows what the hell now. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, for me, I, Matt and I have talked about it, uh, I guess a theory, if you want to call it that what, so to try and keep, there's three timekeepers and one of the timekeepers is Kang the Conqueror is, is my assumption. Kang the Conqueror is a time traveling, brilliant mind type of villain. I mean, he's up there with Thanos type of villain. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in the uh, so obviously we know he's confirmed to be in the new Ant Man movie, Ant Man the Wasp: Quantum Mania, I think it's called, right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he's confirmed to be in that. Uh, but if you look back, so if you go back to Ant Man and the Wasp, or even Ant Man, right, when they when he had traveled through the quantum realm, yeah, you guys remember seeing maybe not vividly, but at least to some degree, uh, when he went through it, there was a city in the background. There was yeah, a yeah. small little tiny thing in the background all the way back when he, you know, when he's traveling through the quantum realm. Yeah. That's the TVA. You want to know why I think that's the TVA? What does Mobius say? And I'm, I'm going to tell you, so I'm asking, but telling. Yeah. What does Mobius say to Loki within the TVA when they're, when they're asking, or Loki asks, how long have you been here? He goes, I don't know. Time moves differently around here. That's been said before on the MCU, if you guys don't remember. So what did what did Janet Van Dyme or what's her name? Janet um Janet Van Dyme, yep. Van Dyme say to to uh to everyone when she got out the room. Time moves differently in there. What did uh Ant Man say when he left the 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 quantum realm in Endgame? What did he say to Captain America and Black Widow. Same message. Five minutes can be five hours. Five hours can turn to weeks. I don't know. Time moves differently in there. Did Mobius say that for no reason, bro? Mm. They are in the quantum realm. And if Kane the Conqueror is meant to be the main villain, it makes a million percent sense that the TVA is smack dab in the middle of the quantum realm. Yeah. So you basically just answered my question then. Timekeepers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the quantum realm. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I, I should mention though, uh, Kang is a banished timekeeper. So they're originally in the comics. He was they're originally four, and the three ones that we see uh, banished Kang completely. So at one point, so I think ultimately he definitely has some villainous intentions because uh, King is a a Thanos level a Thanos Thanos a Thanos level threat uh, to which you know he can you know wreak havoc across time and space uh, at any moment he chooses. So I, I should mention. So he himself, I mean, he was a timekeeper, but he is not a current timekeeper. I don't yeah. think the the one of the three that which people are assuming is Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Or looks at King. I don't think he's King. Um, I think it'd be way too obvious. Yeah. Um, but I, I have a feeling that you know Ravona, uh, was it Ravona Renslayer? Um, she's a love interest to King, and so naturally there's there could be some build up. Uh, there could be a post credit scene of her just having a conversation with King, saying I've done what you asked. Um, and then you know for all we know they could pan out 
there's TVA and it happens to be in the quantum realm of all places. So there, wow. there's a number, yeah, there's a number of possibilities this whole can bring, which uh, which I'm excited about. Um, wow. cause I, I really like the concept of the show as a whole. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to see. I'm, I don't know, like with each episode that passes by, I think, well, except for this one, uh, the the first two definitely made me interested just because of what they're tackling and it's expanding the Marvel universe yeah. in a way that I didn't think was imaginable. the The previous two, while were sort of like introductory phases to future projects. This feels like a, you know, a huge step up because it has implications for every single aspect of the universe. I mean, it's dealing with uh, the concepts of time and yeah. uh, different kinds of multiverses. So, yeah, and and actually, it makes sense what you guys are saying because, um, and I was wondering this uh, with with this uh, last episode. Um, Sylvie said to uh, Loki that um the uh the agent that she that she uh inhabited mm. uh the first one um yeah. she said that uh she her mind was i think she was saying her mind was strong so she had an uh she had to um portray something of, of comfort to her from like yeah. hundreds of years ago and now that, well, that was what i was trying to figure out she said you know she, it was hundreds of years ago and that she loved margaritas. And I was sitting there, I'm like, how, how did the time, that didn't make any sense to me. That That's so, yeah, y'all, 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 y'all got it. <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think for yeah. that, because in the, in the, are, are you too fine with like comic spoilers, I suppose? Because this might tie, no, this isn't like a, like a, like, I'm not sure if this is going to happen, but in the comics, the TVA is a cluesterod. So everything, yeah. could, uh, and even Sylvie says too is like, you know, they well the TVA told me that it exists at the end of time. Um, it's like and she you know to Loki and says that that's not possible. That like that's a total yeah. lie. Which a lot of people are, are are like completely ignoring. Like that's a major line of dialogue. And uh, out of everything I've seen throughout social media, not a single person is, is mentioning that. And this is the direct confirmation <sighs> that the TVA has is not what it appears to be. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch this episode again. You got to look at it from a different mindset. Yeah, I mean, so this, just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm cool with just bouncing all around the episode. If you guys are, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, they mentioned well, and Sylvie specifically, and, and I think they figured it out, Loki and, and Sylvie, uh, or Loki and Loki, where we're not allowed to call her that. Um, uh, all of the TVA agents are apparently they're all variants that are brainwashed. So yeah. I, what I think is when they all go for judgment, and they say if you say guilty, they make you. They make you an agent. They make you, or they make you a member of the TVA. When you say not guilty, yeah. they burn you away. Or in Loki's case, they suddenly wanted to drag him in and, and make him a, a case subject matter because of another Loki being involved. I thought that was the opposite because Loki was guilty, and then they were on the verge of killing him, and then Mobius uh, intervened. So if you're guilty, well, we don't know. They never said they were going to kill him, though. That's what I'm saying. No, they, they could have just. They 100% were because Moe's had to interject and say, Hey, listen, no, 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 I need him because Loki will be able to sort of track down the variant because it happens to be just a variation of him. So, okay. guilty, you get you die, okay. non guilty, it could be what you said. So, it's maybe it's, a brainwash situation. Okay, yeah. no, that makes sense. Okay, I, I can remember specifically that makes sense. No, because yeah, yeah. he pulled him right before he's about to get killed. You're yep. right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I man, that 
it's deeper than I even think, right? Like this whole thing is just a total brainwash. Follow the the company line. It mm-hmm. it kind of it's like a deep. You know, Derek, you're speaking of deeper meaning when it comes to 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 coming of age and things like that. But it's a deeper meaning to like corporations and corporate mindset, right? Like it's oh, like yeah. everybody is should just be a typical corporate soldier. Come in, do your job, call it a day, and never question it. Yeah. Um, they're almost all like victims of scarlet witch's hallucination you know yeah, i mean obviously yeah. she's not doing that specifically for the tba yeah. but yeah. I, I in a way they are like how she was making all of them play a role and then this that, and the third that's just kind of what's going on here if all yeah. these people are variants they they wouldn't have chosen to to be with the tba oh no you no know, they're they're 100 brainwashed in that sense which is which is just nuts i mean overall i you know the first three episodes for me there and, and i said this for the past two uh with matt I'm like okay with it, mm-hmm. you know. For me, I, I, what I what I wanted was not to see the same thing we saw with Loki already. We already saw Loki come of age. We already saw Loki have his final moment and and sacrifice himself for his brother and all that stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. he was he, in a way, he was an integral part in Endgame. If he didn't do what he did, Thanos wouldn't have gotten essentially distracted and felt the need to try to kill Thor with the Power Stone, and Thor survived. Yeah. Um. I just didn't want to see that again. Yeah. <laughs> Not that specifically, but just Loki. Like, give me a different story. And they are so far. So I agree with you. They're they're definitely giving him a different path. They're they're giving him a different route to to kind of develop himself. And maybe there's a long term uh, plan for him in the future. Uh, I just don't know if that's necessarily with the Avengers or anything like that. But uh, man, I don't know what your your thoughts on that. I mean, have you been happy so far with with how Loki's um, developing? And no, I I it's no. Loki is way too goofy and Loki the uh, character I, or the... as a character and it's is, oh. is unrealistic for the following reasons. If this is the Loki that uh, if this is Loki after both the Avengers and the original door, he should be just as arrogant as we saw him in both those previous films. Mm-hmm. Even though he cycled through his life within the, like a few minutes, th- you can't have this like moral enlightenment. If you're a murderer mm-hmm. and you show murder to a murderer, are they going to say murder is bad? No, they're in jail because they murdered someone. If mm-hmm. there is a racist who is racist and you show them videos of people being racist to convince them, hey, racism is bad. They're not going to change their mind automatically and say, oh, you're right, I'm wrong. So yeah. it's, it's just painfully unrealistic for Loki to suddenly be this like over-the-top, whimsical person who's just singing karaoke. Because he saw a, two, a two-minute video. No, I, I get that. So yeah. that's, that's bothering me the most. And I, I personally enjoy... <laughs> Even though like Loki as a villain, I said before, is is average, generic at worst. There's still like a there, there's an intimidating factor because again he can be inside of chaos all around New York City. He caused, you know, the, the iconic New York battle in the Avengers, mm-hmm. um, and he's just very vulnerable uh, individual struggling with identity issues. And they're tack- they're tackling hints of that. It's just I'm not a fan of the characterization they're giving Loki, and it's just to appeal to a younger audience like. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most they're trying to do. Um, and so uh, where I not. agree, and we I think we talked about this before too. I agree that they're making him a little too goofy in the sense that the current character is not Ragnarok, Loki, right? <laughs> but at the same time, we all know that the Mind Stone twists your mind. Like so, we saw it when uh, in Avengers One, the first Avengers movie, when when uh, Bruce Banner was holding the staff. He started getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and they're like, Bruce, put the staff down. That was proof itself that the Mind Stone definitely kind of speaks on some of your inner issues, right? 
So they're they're I think what they're going with, Matt, as far as Marvel Marvel is maybe Loki not being around the Mind Stone is helping him not be that as evil a character. So I would agree with that argument, but he would revert back to his Thor self. He would be speaking in Shakespearean dialogue if that were the case. He wasn't around the Mind Stone throughout Thor. So again, it's just the characterization is very weird. And I understand why they're doing it. It's just for marketing purposes and they want to make Loki a more appealing character because if he's you know constantly arrogant all the time, I understand that can get a bit annoying. But I, I wouldn't mind them just starting from the beginning again and having him develop into a more lighthearted and sort of a sympathetic character. Because I thought he was, you know, very sympathetic in the original Thor movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he was the best part of Thor movie other than Thor. Um, go, I mean, Thor was kind of like, you, you would think ironically speaking, Thor would be like, you know, the the crowning jewel of everything. But I thought Loki was the, the best part of yeah, that movie great, by yeah. far. Yeah. Um, so that that's the part that's sort of uh, frustrating me um in that regard so i understand where you're coming from like i think the mindset argument is there if like if it would apply under different circumstances um because again it's just this is not the loki from Loki from the original door and the avengers this is ragnarok loki um and i'm just not a huge fan of the direction they're taking the character um i can, you know, I can hear so you on that that's sort of where I'm at, and it is unfortunate for Tom Hill. It's, it's just a matter of direction and writing and giving the character too. I mean, there's only so much Tom can do. Tom's a fantastic actor, obviously. All, all of us can attest to that. It's just, you know, I mean, he he is an executive producer, so he definitely had some kind of say in a few of the choices, creative decisions that were going to be made uh, for the series. So I don't know if he like outright agreed to everything. He probably didn't. One. Contractually speaking, he can't do anything. That or you're fired. Um, yeah. Two, he probably just want to see if he can enhance some of the characterization with like lines of dialogue or just giving them general ideas of the overall layout of the story. So that's probably the most you know he he can do on this end. But um, yeah, I mean I, I, the only thing I stress, I guess, is a little bit of patience. Maybe the goal was to just do what they've done so far, and then we're gonna get really like wild with the next three episodes. We've seen that with almost all the series so far. So. Um, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah, yeah, episode four may kick us in the mouth and say, shut the hell up and just keep watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it regardless. I know that, but yeah, oh, I, absolutely. I, I yeah. know. So, um, and Matt, you're going to have to remind me of the, the judge's name, the, the woman that Ramona, judges, uh, Renslayer, Ren, Ren. We, Renslayer? Call, we said, we said we we're going to call her Ren. That's right. Ren. Ren. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently she is the only TVA individual that is from earth like non brainwashed do you guys remember them saying that in the episode no No, lady loki sylvie she mentioned that ren is specifically the only individual not brainwashed by the tva slash timekeepers and she is from earth and was recruited from earth i find that very interesting wow also king the conqueror's wife is from earth just saying. Yeah, I was just gonna say, probably, <laughs> yeah, probably King's doing. It could be one of the many so, reasons why they. I 100 percent think King is is yeah. is. He's just there, man. <laughs> King is is the one fiddling the tools. I almost think, and we said this last episode before, more more details had come out. What's Sylvie's purpose? Like, why is she pissed off? We still don't know, and we're gonna maybe find out next next episode, right? We'll probably yeah. get a little background story with her. But I thought, I thought we would have in this I, episode. I, <laughs> I'm sticking with my guns. I think she was hired by Kane to fuck things up. 
That would she make was, sense. She was hired by Kang. I'm telling you right now. There's there's no reason for her besides the fact she's a hunted variant to want to destroy them from the inside out. So I think only- Kang wants to because all the yeah. timekeepers currently exist. And for Kang to have ultimate power, the other timekeepers need to go. So who, how do you do that? You hire someone to try to destroy it from the outside in. Yeah, so given what we established, so why would Verona be after her? Wouldn't she just let her escape the facility or I mean, she could still play her? a role, right? Or I mean, do you think maybe she's giving the impression that, hey... She has to play, like, she that, has that, to play she, that impression. Yeah, has to oh, play yeah. a role. Yeah, yeah. She has to play a role. And I mean, we don't know, though, right? So we'll find out yeah, at the end yeah, of it. Yeah. It's going to be some big, like, Agatha reveal, probably, or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know how they go with that but um as far as far as me i was giving you guys quick thoughts on the episode um sure. i i'm with you matt 100 i'm not too fond of how they're handling loki uh, i think tom hiddles so two separate conversations mm-hmm. loki written character not as good as i'd like him to be yeah. tom hiddleston actor fucking great i mean his his singing uh singing as guardian on the ship mm-hmm. he was singing that as guardian so like I, I mean <laughs> He, you know, just his general performance, like how he does things when he, uh, you know, when he says his uh, quip lines, I'm pretty confident some of the lines were not even written. It was just him going off the top of the dome. And you could tell in certain scenes and, you know, 100% love, love what he's doing. I'm loving the graphics. I love that they're traveling uh, throughout different timelines. I love that they're exploring different, different uh, aspects of the Marvel Universe with Rock's cart, which is Rock's con is the general company big marvel company very involved with a bunch of villainy ness or whatever you want to call it um and as far as the story itself it's not progressing much i mean oh. we have we have tva we have which essentially time cops that try to stop people that broke time laws from doing bad time things <laughs> like that's that's all we really have you know what i mean it's just very simple uh but i think that might be the purpose yeah. And that's kind of what I wrote down. The purpose right now is to show us that there there may be some power out there that control things, but you guys are going to be surprised to find out that maybe not. And yeah. and I yeah. think that's where we're going to find out. It's a super slow build up with one, two, and three. These first three episodes, and I'm okay with that. I don't have I don't have any issue with that whatsoever. So long as they make it right in these next three, right? Like mm-hmm. they can't just you know. And what I told Matt last episode, Derek, I don't want them to make seasons to make seasons. Right. Yeah, so they know they can make five. We all know all of us are going to watch Loki for five seasons if they put out five seasons. Yeah. But if they do, I want a purpose. Yeah. I don't want them to just say, well, here's six and, oh, well, we have a plan for season two and three. No. Build your, how do every, how does every uh, series succeed? Every, every uh, season is its own plot line, story, main purpose. Mm-hmm. That maybe, yeah, they build up all together for the whole series. That's the point, right? They're all the mm-hmm. same characters and you do that. But, don't depend on that because yeah. Marvel is very new at this series thing. And they're not really overall, they're not the best and successful. I think Falcon winter, winter is probably the best one. Yeah, uh, do you? Yeah. Well, that's a separate conversation for another day. We'll bring on an episode for that okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want is probably my top. Yeah. But as far for, for different reasons though, I, and I wrote an article about it as to why, yeah. right. Um, but as far as entertainment wise, I would lean a little more towards Falcon and Winter. I'll put it that way. Okay. Pure entertainment, like not plot, none of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, but go. again, they did I not think, depend. Yeah, like they did not depend on us. They're not even bringing another series out. They're just bringing Captain America four. <laughs> so yeah. there was no depending on that whatsoever. Series. They don't. Another they they did. The, that was a perfect ending, perfect purpose, right? Yeah. Um. So you know, I, that for me, I just 
and I'm over here speaking like I'm a man that runs anything like that, right? But at the same time, you know, I, I know Marvel knows what they're doing, but they're very new in this game. Mm-hmm. And and Marvel Studios had no say, which I wish they did, but they had no say in the Netflix series, right? Like the Netflix series is totally separate. Yeah. I love Daredevil. He did not like Iron Fist, did not like Jessica Jones, loved Luke Cage, uh, loved the Punisher, but the Punisher's kind of different anyway. Um, you didn't like Jessica Jones? I didn't watch season two. Oh, season, yeah, season two was really Season two boring. was a super drag, man. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. really I, I boring. Is this, wait, yeah. two or, no, there's three, right? There's currently three out. Three I seasons. So. Uh, I started to watch season two, got pissed, and I saw season two came out. I laughed, and then I never went to Netflix again. Yeah. And then Luke, Luke Cage <laughs> is very underrated, in my opinion. It's season The season two ending of Luke Cage, I think, is... Season two, Luke Cage is better than season two Daredevil. I, yeah. I will gladly make that. I, I, would, I would love for them to find a way to bring to bring Luke Cage in the fold uh, to, yeah. the, to the canon. You know, Just I don't the, know if they will. But... Conversation for another day because I know Derek yeah. is like, all right, you yeah. want to be careful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> careful what you say. Yeah. Uh, there was a masterpiece, but so uh, yeah. you know, as yeah, far as yeah. that, uh, I think this episode today was probably the weakest episode. I think you guys would agree with that. I know Derek, you said you liked episodes one and two a little more, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I this will this one was really good visually. Visually, like, yes. Yeah, so, visually, plot, it was so amazing. Yeah, plot wise, I'm saying more so. Yeah, but plot wise, um, it. it, it it kind of, I I don't know. I'll say it like this: I'm not putting too much weight into it right now because I'm expecting for there to be a, a, a great closure to it. So, right. That's why I like the series so far because I'm like, okay, breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs lead into, right. you right. know, that's that's what I'm expecting. If this doesn't lead to anything, and it's just kind of like where the way this third episode ended, they can go ahead and end the series. It might, it might be. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, they, <laughs> they, they that's what I'm saying. And and, yeah. and you know, where one fan doesn't have a say, I feel like all fans do at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, if we're all on the same page as far as they didn't give us what we wanted, then we're gonna riot, <laughs> not literally, oh. but we're gonna be no pissed. No one's watching. And and the, I... and the the critical acclaim will be not acclaim; it'll be the total opposite. So yeah, yeah. I've uh, here's what episode episode three is is an episode of a TV show where the creators ran out of ideas. And they have to set like they have to stretch the story out for six episodes. Yeah. So they just put something together. That's it's, what the honestly that's what the episode filler. feels like. It, it's what it feels like. It's literally I, filler. I would prefer them to not have filler. I would prefer just five episodes if that's what if that's what it's gonna be. Right. Don't yeah. give it, me you know, you know one thing I'll say they're failing at totally besides the Loki thing as far as what we talk about. I still don't care about Sylvie. Like, oh, at all. Either. Yeah. She's really... I, I think she's... She... She's interesting in a sense of her... Mysteriousness. Mm-hmm. Her character... I don't feel anything for her character. No. We don't know. I mean, her power abilities are cool. And, and the thing is, she's still mysterious. Like, we... There's a whole episode with her and the ability for Loki to, to have her then explain to us who she is, what she is, and we get a little bit of a snippet of, oh, my mother just died. Like, I, who are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I, give us a little. Like, yeah. what, you know, are you, did, were you born, actually born in Asgard? Do yeah. you have a Thor? Do yeah. you have Avengers? Did you ever try to help them? Did you try to take over New York, too? Like, yeah. probably, you know I why? Mean, 
that's give us uh, something. Oh, I agree, and I think uh, I'm not sure what you think about Derek, but uh, have you seen? Because I know you're not like a huge fan of trailers. That's something we'll get into before the end of the episode. But did you all see like TV spots or like anything along those lines? I'm gonna make a reference. I was curious if you think this. If so, like the random spots where they show like a 30. 15 like, like a few like a few like uh, like yeah exactly like oh, a 30 second about, clip you talking about yeah. for, for this show yeah for this show yeah no 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 oh okay. i usually i usually go back and watch all that after to see how it relates like yeah that. yeah really oh, yeah okay. a, yeah, yeah but i was curious like do you think uh basically there's like a quick shot of like sylvie and tom or tom sylvie and loki uh <laughs> like sitting together in front of this polluted water mm-hmm. so do you think it's going to be that cliche where like they see the moon like slowly emerging towards them and then like Sylvie gives her whole backstory? Like, do you think I'm curious where your thoughts were? Uh yeah. I because the end of this episode, when the um when the arc blew up, she literally <laughs> she literally just walked back was like, Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't find that funny. That was actually funny. Yeah. So she was yeah, like, well shit. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess like uh, uh I don't know, like it, that, that, that was, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. I will say, yeah, yeah, I expect I expect there to be something cliche. I because what I've been what I've been thinking is going to happen is they're going to um. You remember how like on the Lion King, uh, Simba and Nala were fighting, and then all of a sudden it was just like this recognition. Oh, it's you. And and now we're in love type of thing. That's kind of like what I'm expecting them to do. Continue to fight for another half episode, and then all of a sudden you recognize you you are attracted to this person, which is going to be yeah. kind of weird because it's kind of like that's Loki in another universe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of that's what I was trying to figure out. Like how does that even work? Because like you are you in love with yourself? Like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just weird man so i hope i hope they stay away from that but yeah, there's something familiar about you yeah right <laughs> you. <laughs> how do you know i like this i feel yeah. i feel a love that i never felt before like what the hell <laughs> yeah hey, but, um, yeah well, well said though i think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean like i said I, they're doing okay I'm not going to give them too much credit and praise, but you know, I, I feel like all of all of us, meaning every fan, almost needs to just keep the patience and see where it goes. Give the evaluation after. If I'm not happy, you know, damn sure I'm going to be in this episode talk yeah. about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so real quick, we have, uh, you know, we have Black Widow coming out. Derek, you going to be watching that or what? I'm going to watch the movie. I'm not watching the trailer. Oh, well, that's fine. Are you are you're going to watch the movie? Are you going? To, are your theaters open where you are now? Oh. This is Georgia, bro. Oh, okay. So they never closed. Got it. Yeah, uh, we never closed. <laughs> so, so, so it's. I guess I can't really speak. Have you been to a theater since COVID? Let me ask you. I that. haven't. I haven't been to a theater since nineteen. Will you be to a theater for Black Widow? <laughs> it's fine if there's no. I don't. I'm just know. curious. I don't know because here's the thing. <laughs> Black Widow, I've been waiting for a Black Widow film for the longest time, right? I've been mm-hmm. wanting to see it. Mm-hmm. But since it's got pushed back so many times, I don't know where this fits into the timeline. So right. the, 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 I think the desire 
where I had it before to see it. Right. Kind of like, I don't know if... Now, I'll tell you this. If it's going to be same-day uh, Disney Plus... They say that it's bust. Yeah. Oh, I'll pay the thirty. Would, for would, that. I'll pay. Really? I'm okay. not. I'm not going. All right. Well, just as long not as, not as, you, as long as you support yeah. Scarlett Joe. <laughs> I'll tell you timeline wise, as far as real time, our world, real time, obviously, they they get backed up. It had the benefit of this movie always being uh, right after Civil War. So this takes place after Civil War. Yep. The two years that Cap and them okay. were on the run. This is what Black Widow did during one of the things she did during the two years between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. So they, as far as timeline in the MCU, the canon, it's not really going to mess anything up, right? Like it was always Mm going to be back then, whether it was last year, the year before, the year before that. It doesn't make a difference. It's going to be back there regardless. Uh, Back then, whatever. Um, So that you should be good on that part at least. Um, I just want to tell you, your next appearance at a theater. Now you chose to do this. We didn't have a choice. We we were totally closed up, right? So we, yeah. Matt and I, had, I think Matt had been in a movie sooner than me. Uh, you know, right before COVID, I think you'd been in the theater in February. You said, yep. uh, I hadn't been in theater since like end of 2019. So yeah. I'm a big theater guy. Like I got a whole shoebox full of movie tickets. Uh, ever since they stopped doing movie tickets, I have my whole Apple Wallet full of uh, every movie I've ever watched. Um, the experience going back in to we went to go watch a quiet place too i'll tell you and mind you like you could have watched so like i'm like i know for you it's still gonna be nice to go watch when you when you do Mm -hmm. we could not and that was my thing like i've done that since day one Uh, i mean like movies have been my thing since i was like a baby yeah (laughs) basically yeah same Uh, so a quiet place too you know it was great movie first of all uh but just having that experience in the movie theater but you know, for the most part, that was always just like me and, and the wife and or just me and the brothers or just me and the parents or whatever the case was. Um, this is our for Matt and myself and for our, what we call the Marvel crew. It's a crew that we always go watch all the movies with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be our first Marvel movie since Endgame together as a group. Oh, man. Yeah. In theater. So we're going on my birthday, actually, on the 8th of July. That may have um, been my last movie. In Endgame. Uh, I'd be yeah. if you didn't watch that in, in theaters, I'd kill you. So, <laughs> no, oh, no, I, went, I know I went. I went with Rihanna. You just don't know if it was the last one. I got you. Okay, no, yeah, okay. that's what I'm trying to figure out if that was the last one. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. yeah, it's it's just you know we already had the experience back in theaters since we opened up in, in New York State. Um, you know, but you know I'm excited for the Marvel stuff, man. Bro. You gotta get you gotta get in at some point. Maybe maybe for Chong Chi. Oh, definitely by Chong. Here's the thing, I'm. I like going to matinees. Yeah. yeah. You call it call me being old or whatever. I really don't care. I like being in the theater by myself. Oh, I love or that. At least with as as least amount of people in there as possible because right. mm-hmm. I don't like when when like say like a, a, a comedy spot is in the, is in the film right and then people are laughing. I can't hear the dialogue after. <laughs> so between that and also I just don't like being in big groups of people. I I prefer matinees. So even with Black Widow, because it's going to be cheaper, I might go to see it in a matinee um, than pay the $30 to watch it. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I just wish that they did this when it was supposed to come out. Right. Because, because, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you now. So, like, I'm looking at uh, just pull up the, the Regal app. So, even with New York State being 
totally kind of open now. Like we're we're at like seventy percent vaccination rate. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Georgia's at like two point two percent. You know, that's that's uh, Florida's at like negative thirty. They got like the anti anti vaccine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this you know we're not gonna get too political here, but <laughs> I'm looking at you know the, at first when you uh, when I bought these tickets before we opened up. Mm-hmm there were social gaps. So we had like social distance seats, you know, yeah. but now they don't like totally opened up. Now if you guys can really see it. All the orange is ter- currently open seats. All the gray is currently taking seats. There used to be gray blocks for no seats allowed to be taken. So this theater is going to be full by the, by oh, for sure. this is opening night. I mean, this is the day of my birthday, oh, which is opening sure. night. So, uh, you know, in a way, like I'm, I'm a little germaphobic still on vaxxed and fully, totally vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a germaphobe like you are, Derek. I know you're the, oh, one of the biggest ones out there. But uh, you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to watch this in theaters, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. But the the theater experience will never, um, I don't think that will ever be matched by anything. Like, I've always been one of the guys that I'm like looking at this from the te- um, from a technology perspective, um. I think what the pandemic did was fast forward what was going to happen anyway. Um, Same day release on, on HBO and, and uh, Disney plus all that stuff. Right. That was going to happen anyway, regardless, but I don't, the way that I felt prior to the pandemic to how I feel now, I think is, is different. I, excuse me. I used to think that we were going to be, uh, theaters are going to be obsolete in a, in a little while. I don't feel like that anymore. I, I feel like some might close down in certain areas, but for the most part, they're still going to be around regardless of how technology goes. Yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, there are definitely some benefits to streaming services um, in the yeah. sense of, like, especially independent filmmakers who legitimately cannot secure yeah. uh, theaters just to pr- this, let alone to promote or to even uh, like have screenings for their films. Yeah. So you have like uh like Netflix or Hulu who are obviously purchasing the rights, uh, yeah. to sort of release uh, those films uh, on their platform. But I agree. I mean, I was even talking to my dad about. It. He said I'd rather just be laying in bed, you know, mm-hmm. eating ice cream, you know, watching HBO Max. Like I, I mean, that's that's fine. You, you have your own personal preferences. I can't take that away from you. But there's nothing like the theater experience, and it all yeah. relates back to. Um, you know, the necessary human interaction, the fact that we can be so viscerally moved by what's being depicted on screen is a testament to yeah. what it's capable of. Yeah. I, I, I like the, like, sort of the norms or the rules put into place of the silencing your cell phone because I, I don't feel the need to use my cell phone because I have that rule in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, if I am at home, nine times out of ten, I'm going on my cell phone just because I'm in my own house. There aren't, people aren't going to judge me for, like, quickly looking through. I'm going to gaze through. Without mm-hmm. paying attention to the movie, you know, the movie in front of me, then I'll complain. Oh, why wasn't this explained? It, it, it's <laughs> entirely yeah. my fault, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just, I'm excited for the experience. The the movie of Black Widow, we'll see. All right. Yeah. Matt has this promise out to me, and and I, I hope he stays with this. So Matt's a big. Like, oops, I saw it on an Instagram person, and mm-hmm. I, I just, I've hated it since he's done this since he was like nine, and Instagram was created. He's the first one to ever get spoilers <laughs> on Instagram. I said, stop looking shit up and enjoy the film. 
Yeah. Like enjoy the, the the watching of the film. You can hate it after. Yeah. But you hate it. Don't depend on some stupid non OTS not hold on non OTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy yeah, yeah. to tell you how the movie should be. No, fair enough. No other networks but us. I haven't I haven't watched a single trailer for Black Widow other than the original. So I don't know anything. I just think it's yeah. uninteresting. Like I just right. don't find it. I, I just well, I, I mean, I've seen like TV spots because right, right. given the nature of how social media works, how cool. I was like, okay, let me see what this is. 30 seconds, so what what could possibly be spoiled there? Right, I look through, right. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's it's fine. I mean, <sighs> we'll see, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, we'll see. Curious I'm definitely how uh... it connects to like Hawkeye, um, to Falcon and Winter Soldier because I know like the one like random lady that appeared in Falcon for like two seconds, um, she was supposed to. Like debut in Black Widow and then Black Widow. So Black Widow was supposed to come out first, go to Falcon. Falcon was supposed the to woman that was like kind of like Nick Fury recruiting um Yeah, yeah, yeah. recruiting John the wanna, the John wannabe oh, Captain America. Yeah, oh, she was gotcha, gotcha, Black gotcha. Widow. Okay, so yeah. that's why like people are saying there's a surprise cameo happening. That that was the cameo. Um but this Okay, I'm so I'm I'm done li- so that's one thing I will say. Oh, so I'm, she's in Black Widow. She was supposed to be first, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's still going to be in it, but yeah. I think oh, she's yeah. recruiting for either the Thunderbolts or Dark the Avengers. the Dark Avengers. Okay, which is well, dope. They should <laughs> they should have honestly released that prior to Falcon the Winter Soldier because that's that's what I would have thought. That hyping that up, and I'm like, I don't. Like, yeah, but you know what? I'm, like, I'm almost I'm almost thinking. Um, Again, same thing I told you that it's so far back in the timeline already. Like, what's the difference at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah, For them, it's yeah. there's really no direct correlation, but there's going to be some correlation to it. Like, what, yeah. whether that's Thunderbolts or more Dark Avengers popping up. Yeah. Um, Yelena, da, 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 Bell, I can't remember like, her name. Was it like Bellano? Black Widow's Bellano? sister, I think, yeah. is going to take over the mantle of Black Widow. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. Look, I'm excited regardless. I know I'm going to go enjoy some sushi before that. And I'm going to go oh, watch yeah. some Black Widow. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy my 29th oh. birthday because I do not want to turn 30. So that's my last year. <laughs> yeah. <of 30. laughs> yeah. But like my, so the reason I don't want it to be a movie that's, that is purely a platform to set up future projects. I think the Thunderbolts is something I've wanted in the MCU for a while now, just mm-hmm. to give it a much different perspective. Because if there is right. a Thunderbolts series or Thunderbolts movie, I want to see, I want to see everything through a lens of a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and oftentimes yeah. we rarely see that nowadays because it's purely yeah. from the protagonist standpoint. And then whoever it is, the antagonist who wants to rule over the world, wants to kill the main protagonist, etc. So if it can really bring like Abomination, if he appears, I mean, I know he's supposed to it's set to appear in She Hulk first, and then maybe that will translate over to um, Thunderbolts. I think honestly, like Ross would just be like a Nick Fury cameo, like in the original Phase One. Mm-hmm. Where like Nick Fury like uh, was in the post credits seeing Iron Man like Ross would do the same for like all these random characters say, you know, hey, I'm recruiting for all he's recruiting all the misfits yeah. basically yeah but, yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah. like a suicide what is it some kind of suicide squad you know yeah right, really right oh my god that'd be crazy but hey look I think we're running out a little bit of time here boys. But hey, look, of course, we want to thank you guys so much for always come jumping in and supporting us over here. We can be heroes and the OTS network. Um, Matt, tell them where they can find you. And uh, and hopefully you just stay off of Instagram enough until Black Widow comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Instagram, you can find me over there, Matt <laughs> underscore T2. 
Um, you know, a huge thank you for the support uh, over the, these 14. Well, this will be our 14th episode for, for the previous 13. Uh, seriously, thank you so much. Um, you definitely helped the OTS page grow uh, quite, uh, way faster than uh, any of us could have predicted. I mean, we started off and we didn't really expect, expect to hopefully a few views end up turning out to be much larger than, than we expected. And we definitely enjoy doing what we're doing. And a huge thank you to Derek for giving us uh, sort of his platform his media to uh, allow us to, you know, talk, be nerdy, you know, yeah. get a chance to talk about stars and the Marvel. So thank you to you, sir. And of course, thank you to all the figures out there. So, and of so, course you mentioned Derek, so. Derek, tell them where they can find you. I usually do the spiel of the whole OGS network. So you don't have to yeah. do it this time. I got you, but uh, <laughs> just your, your basic pages, man. And I'll do the rest. Yeah. So if you want to follow me is uh, Derek D E R R I C K underscore OTS. Uh, that's Facebook. You know Derek Myers Jr., but uh, that, that's Derek underscore OTS IG and Twitter. So you'll find me. All right. all I appreciate you. And of course, you guys yeah. know you can find me. You know you can find me. I mean, <laughs> John underscore OTS on all social medias. Look, as we always say, every single view counts. Every yes. subscribe you guys give, every share you do on our post, we appreciate it. Head over to youtube.com slash OTS guys. Drop the subscribe. They're always doing tons of live shows and different podcasts. Everybody's on there talking about sports and media and uh, geeky stuff. And again, like, like Matt said, this is my platform to talk about the stuff I talk about all the time anyway. And we've been doing it 14 episodes strong. We're going to do it for another 40 years until Marvel just dies out. So I'll probably die first. It's fine. Um, Facebook, please head over to the on the sidelines page. Drop a like, Uh, shoot us a message. If you guys ever want to join the group as well uh, on the sidelines group. A ton of crazy people there. I, <laughs> that's basically all I'll say about the group, but you're more than welcome to join. We talk about all stuff in the group. Uh, and of course, you know, look, every, like I said, every listen, every view, every subscribe, everything you guys do for us, we, we truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we're, we're helping this thing grow. Like for us, you know, we're able to be here and Matt and myself or, and talk about some some hero stuff and talk about some Marvel and Star Wars and we love it. Uh, but we're also helping Derek and in, in a in a black strong business owner be successful. And that's what that's what it's all about, man. We're all we're all here to help each other out and uh, and get this thing popping. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you guys for sure. Because of course, I mean, man, this this is a great show, phenomenal show. I'm a nerd right. too, so I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we appreciate you that. Know, but hey, so look, we uh, we all love you guys and appreciate you guys as much as possible. And uh, you know, we'll catch you again for the next episode, episode 15. We're rocking. We're here. We can be heroes, baby. <laughs>